We want to take a quick second and thank today's sponsor of our podcast, which is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's what we use right now. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. <laughs> that was terrible. I love our intro. Our intro is so fun. It's a great intro. I like it a lot. We had some help from some incredible people make it at Pleasant Productions. Speaking of fun. Fun. Tell me. Oh, just the guy. (laughs) The fun. (laughs) We'll get into that. We'll get into that. How are you, Ellie? I am awesome because I just ate a cheese quesadilla and Jared was like kind of rushing me. Well, I was just like, we cannot film this podcast if you are going to be... <laughs> oh, this I'm, is not mukbang. I'm, well, I always tell Jared, I'm like, I'm nursing. <laughs> like, I'm always eating at like the most inconvenient times. Well, it's very convenient for you because you're like, I'm nursing and I need to eat. Yeah, it's not convenient for everyone else, My but eyes that doesn't matter. Are so tired. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but we've <laughs> had a good life. day. We've had a we've good had day. A great day. I feel very productive and. Just sometimes just change. Like sometimes the everyday like drains you. And when you change your everyday up, it's just like sparks energy. It is so true. Ellie and I filmed a challenge today. Well, I challenged Ellie. It was so fun. And we filmed it. And you may have already seen it by the time this podcast is out. So if it is, we'll have a link to it in the show notes. But it was fun. It was something different. We did some challenges while we went on the cruise. And but we haven't done a ton of challenges, but I really liked it. Yeah, it was fun because it was it put you on the spot. I had to do my makeup only at stoplights. It was fun. You only had five. Yeah, and I did it. Mm -hmm. It was it was incredible. You guys got to go check it out if you haven't seen it already. But I think we might do some more of those things because it's just like I think it puts us out of the comfort zone of talking to the camera, and it's more just reactive, quick. It's funny, you know. So I I thought that was a lot of fun to do. And I'm waiting for your challenge to me. 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 So what do you want to do today? What do you want to talk about? Well, I I figured we would use uh, the Anchor app. So for those of you who don't know, we use Anchor to distribute the podcast to all of the different places you can listen to, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify. And there's some really cool tools that they have at our disposal that we all can use together. And one of them is um, questions. You guys can submit questions to us on the Anchor app, and it will record your voice. You submit it to us, we listen to it, and we answer the question. It's fun. It is fun. And as I was going through some of these questions, I was like, oh, this is a good one that I think we can make an entire podcast about. And when Jared first told me about the subject that we're going to talk about, I was like, don't talk anymore. I was like, because I want on the podcast for it to be very like, I don't want to pre-talk about stuff. I just want to know and like talk and, and discuss on here. the podcast. Yeah. So I am still a little confused on how it is, but Jared is going to explain. So let us listen to the question from Jenny and Alex. 
Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jenny and Alex here at JennyandAlex.fun. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've been following you guys on your new podcast since the very beginning, five days ago. It was, it was crazy. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome, though. You guys are doing a really good job. Uh, we have a question for you. We are recording an episode for our show about parenting. Mm. And we want to know, you guys have just had a child, and... Do you have a philosophy on how you will parent your child? Mm. And for us, uh, we heard this Hidden Brain podcast recently from uh, NPR, from NPR mm-hmm. about uh, dueling uh, philosophies on parenting. One of them was a carpenter philosophy. One of them was a gardener philosophy. And we want to know, do you guys have your own philosophy of how you're going to parent your child? So we love the show. Keep up the good work. Can't wait to hear what's next. And let us know what you think. Bye. Bye. Well, so, thank you, Jenny and Alex. I think they are fun. <laughs> yes. I think the this is fun listening to their voices yeah. rather than just like a comment. Before we get into it, yeah. can I maybe say just a little bit about kind of like what we've talked about with our kids? Well, I think what we should do first is kind of explain what the philosophy or what we interpret that philosophy to be. Okay. And then you can go into okay. that. So a gardener philosophy versus a carpenter philosophy. The way I interpret that to be, I, you know, we haven't done any research on this. Why? <laughs> because you just said we want to do the podcast. Should I'll we look be- it up and make sure we're right? Well, yeah. Maybe I'll look it up. Okay, as I'm let's talking. look it up. Well, go ahead. Ellie. As you look it up, I'll just tell them just what came to my mind when they first asked. Um, at least right now, how Jared and I have parented and what's really worked well is no matter what direction we take, we are on the same, same page. page. I knew you were going to say Like, and as we were dating and as we got married and we're trying to have kids, Jared and I are huge into talking and communicating. And we always, and even now, we're like, okay, what would you do if this happens? How will we react when this happens? How do you feel about taking it this direction versus this direction? Like we always are talking about scenarios. And that's a lot how my parents raised us is we always heard them at the dinner table talking about scenarios and what they expected of us. Um, anyway, so Jared and I are just very on the same page. So if Jackson comes to me and asks something and I say no and he goes to Jared, his answer is going to be no. Yeah. If he happens to go to us separately and we don't know about it and one said yes and one said no and later we found out about it, we Ooh. both we both sit down with him and say, you went to mom and mom said no and then you came to me, that's not okay. If mom's answer is no, my answer is no. Or if my answer is yes, Jared's is yes, you know? Right. So we are very on the same page and I feel like that overall is very important. Yeah, absolutely. And that's gone from the very beginning, uh, from the last podcast that we talked about when we talked forever, getting to know each other. That was something that we agreed on from the very beginning is we need to be on the same page for as many things as humanly possible. And there has been times where Jared thinks like, oh yeah, it's okay if he does this and I don't think that's okay. And so that means Jared and I need to compromise. Mm-hmm. And there has been times where it's like, I'm like, okay, I'll lighten up and like, okay, you do your thing. And vice versa. Yes. I'm so like, no, no, no. And you're like, come on. And then we'll compromise. Yeah. Compromise is a huge thing for us. Yeah. And communication. So that alone is important. So yeah. what, do you, what did you pull up? So it, it kind of goes along with what I thought. So it says uh, there are two kind of parents in modern America. Uh, the gardener and the carpenter. 
The carpenter thinks that his or her child can be molded. The idea is that if you do just the right things, get right the right skills, read the right books, you're going to be able to shape your child into a particular kind of adult. The gardener, on the other hand, is less concerned about controlling who the child will become and instead provides a protected space to explore. The style is all about creating a rich, nurturant, but also variable, diverse, dynamic ecosystem. Mm. So really the carpenter, you know, can can mold their child into what they, they want. want and the gardener lets the child blossom into what they want. More or less, I think. When Jared first told me this, he did tell me this a little bit and I automatically thought I'm a carpenter. Like and I and I I feel like I'm that way because I'm constantly correcting like I'm const like that. I mean, I mean, I would hope. I think every parent is because it's like you're. I'm teaching him. You right. know, you're four years old. We don't say those things. We say this. We don't do that. We don't hit your brother. We mm-hmm. be, we be nice. And yeah. I'm constantly like it's draining. Like constantly just correcting and guiding my kids on how they should behave. So I thought I was a carpenter, but as you're reading it. I feel like I'm a gardener. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Because like I do create a rich nurturing environment for them to be. Like when we're outside, like I I try my best not to um say no or correct. Like I want like when they're outside, it's like I want them to explore and do their thing. You want them to be themselves while they're playing. Yeah. And you know, and inside too, but it's like specifically when I'm outside, I try and make that point, but I don't know. I, I feel like maybe I'm a mix. Well, I think, (laughs) yeah, well, and maybe that's true. And maybe there's no right answer, but I feel like when, when you're outside with the kids and they're like, playing and everything i'm a little bit more reserved and like oh i i don't know if i would let them do that i don't know if i'd let them climb on that i don't See, know and i'm like let them let be. them do let it. them learn like but i i don't know i just but when i feel the, like sometimes our kids are older than i think they are and they're they can handle themselves a little bit more than i think and i worry about that that i'm like oh man i mean jackson jackson is only four years mm-hmm. old but he acts like he's eight. <laughs> he can handle himself like an eight-year-old. And it, it blows my mind every time. He's like, Jad, watch me do a backflip. What? Uh, sorry, you are not doing a backflip. We go to the trampoline park, and he does a backflip. I'm spotting him, but he does it. He's just like, and because he has the body control, he can do those kinds of things. But then as I'm looking at the carpenter, how it says you like shape your kid, you have the right skills, the right books... When it says you were like, you know, molding your child. I don't care what my child becomes. I just want him to be kind. Mm-hmm. And happy. Yeah. I just want my kids to be kind. Like yeah. that was my number one goal. Like you be respectful and nice to other people. And that's why I'm constantly correcting, you know? Yeah. And to be a well, like a well-behaved, nice. Yeah. And I could definitely see the way um, we've talked in the past, how you might initially want to be a carpenter and um versus a gardener but it's kind of true as you look into it you're like well maybe a little bit of both i don't think i'm 100 percent one or the other yeah. i feel like i i want to help my child become the best person that they can be um and that is with 
letting them figure things out on their own. That is with letting, putting them in places where they have to figure things out. They have to do things on their own. They have to go through these experiences. I love traveling with the kids because it puts mm-hmm. them in totally different environments than they're used to. And, yeah. and you know, they have to think and they have to figure things out. Um, but at the same time, it's like, if I can put the kids in that situation, does that make it a carpenter? I really like traveling with the kids. I love it. I think that some people are like, oh, what? I, I feel like it has taught, it has, oh, I'm the worst. <laughs> it, it's, it's time for a nap. <laughs> I was up at four five, six. Um, I like traveling with the kids because I feel like it has taught them how to behave. Yeah. Like in public, mm-hmm. you know, like. There is no choice. Like you are following me. <laughs> yeah. So I guess one of the things, like let's let's go to the carpenter for example. Let's say you're like, I want my child to be a engineer or a surgeon. Like that's what I want my child to be, and I'm going to do those things to put the you know guide them the path to make that happen for my child. Is that something that you would do? Because no. I feel like that's something that a carpenter would do. No. Yeah, and I I don't think I would do that. And I don't think my parents did would do that to me too. And I don't think my parents did that either. Yeah. I'm not sure how like severe that is. That kind of seems I know some people I, oh, do that. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Like like dancing or mm-hmm. or um music, you know. But then again, it's like Jackson loves rocks. I will go out of my way to find something that will because that's an interest to him. Yeah, to but that's something in that, that situation. He chose. Yes. Yes. So I, I mean, it's hard because it's like, I, I think we blend those lines really, really well. And I feel like we provide different experiences for the kids based on their interests, something that they have decided they wanted to do, but also kind of like kept them on, you know, if this was like a plain area and like the garden or the carpenter is like in the middle on the line our line is just like extended out. We're like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. But we also have to make sure that we follow some of these rules that parents and society have set out for us. You like know what? Like don't, you don't pick on kids. You don't, oh, you oh. be nice to people, you know, <laughs> yeah. like those, those kinds of things. Um, and I think my parents did a really great job at allowing me to do the things that I wanted. And they helped with that. I mean, we didn't have a ton of money. We didn't have the opportunity to do a lot of things, but pole vaulting, for example, that's something that I really, really wanted to do. And they helped me achieve that. Yeah. And I feel like that's totally gardener like. Yeah. And we may be getting these interpretations. Oh, wrong. I know you, you can interpret this so many ways. Someone might be listening to be like, they what are the so heck are skewed. they talking about? Yeah. I, I literally am kind of, <laughs> um, I, I thought initially like I'm a carpenter because I, I expect things. And I expect it to be done the way I am wanting it to be done and the mm-hmm. way I'm teaching it to be done. And that's how I've been parenting. So that's why I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a carpenter. But as we're talking, I really do feel like I'm I'm more of a gardener, but I'm just trying to, trying yeah. to guide them. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I, and we're, we're raising them differently. Jackson, we raise Calvin completely different. Like, yeah, we have the same like... Um, basic rules. Yeah, the basic rules for both of them. But like... Calvin's personality is so different. Mm -hmm. You know, I discipline each child differently because of their personalities and what I feel works best for them. Yeah. Yeah. 
and that I mean that goes but just between kids, between other families. Like um, we hang out with uh, Bonnie and Joel a lot, and they would discipline their kids differently based on their individual kids, and differently than how we would do it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with all you know all of the other kids because they're different, and I feel like that's a very different. I feel like that's a gardener approach. You take things differently with the child, but I don't know. Maybe this is we're thinking of it too much. Is this let me be read the this worst again. podcast. Ever. Let me let me think. Let me read. This we again. don't know how to parent. We're doing the best we can. Well, and let me say this: there are so many right ways to raise well, and there, parent a yeah. child. There's there's so many right ways. You know, there's not just one. There's so many different right ways. So let's read this again. The carpenter thinks that his or her child can be molded. The idea is that if you just do the right things, get the right skills, read the right books, you're going to be able to shape your child into a particular kind of adult. Does that mean shape them into like a career or shape them into the person like personality wise? Well, I think it's skills. Because I feel like, gosh, that's me. Like I am shaping and molding them to who I want them to be. I want them. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we're doing it to the extent that a carpenter would. Okay. You, a carpenter takes a piece of wood and they make it exactly what they're they want. molding it. They into. make it exactly okay. how they want. So you're like, my child is going to be a doctor by gosh, golly, darn it. He's going to go to med- medical school and he's going to okay. be a doctor okay. and I'm going to train feel like him I'm the a way. Carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> People That's that are what... listening are probably like, Ellie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gardener. You're not so much a gardener as you were a flip flopper. <laughs> No, and then the gardener, on the other hand, is less concerned about controlling who the child will become and instead provides a protected space to explore. The style is all about creating rich, nurturant, but also variable, diverse, dynamic ecosystem. So it's like you plant the seed and you let the child blossom and grow into what they want. And I think it just goes back again to, I think it's a mixture of both. We do, I feel like we do a pretty good job at both. We're right in the middle. What is... Um, well, is there more that it says? Well, yeah, but I don't want to read it. Well, <laughs> well, I know, but just like roughly, like just skim it a little. Well, so we're have- so concerned about how these child children are going to turn out that we're unwilling to give them the autonomy that they need to be able to take risks and go out and explore the world. See, I, and I'm not. Like, it's like, I'm not concerned. Like, Yeah. So what would that fall under? I feel like that's a gardener. Okay. So it's like, do you... I feel like Jared and I are probably more of the gardener type. I think we have a very basic carpenter aspect, but a more gardener view. Like, I want my kids to enjoy the things that they want to do. I want them to be able to experience the things that they would like to. But if it's not something that I feel like will better them, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't want them doing terrible things. So if they're going to do those terrible things, then I'm going to step in and I'm going to be like, oh, we're shaving that piece off because I'm a carpenter, baby. <laughs> we're going to take that Not wood. in my household. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of the thing. And I think my parents did the same exact thing. I was the only boy in my family that really wanted to, like, get deep into sports. I played football. I played baseball. I pole vaulted and everything. None of my other brothers did that. And it's not because my parents wouldn't let them. It's because they didn't want to. And I feel like oh, they're letting them grow as they want. Mm-hmm. 
did you see any of that in your family? Like, what was it like for your childhood? Did you, did your parents parents say, this is what you're doing? You're taking piano lessons. You're not doing sports. You are doing this. What was it like? My parents didn't ever say like, you can't do this. You can't do this. I think just, they did do, they did have us all in piano lessons and I don't know if it's because I was scared. <laughs> like I would, it's like there was one time that I wanted to quit and I would never quit. And I don't know if it's because I was scared to say I want to quit or if it was me respecting them, knowing they're spending a lot of money. So I don't know. It was probably a little mix of both. Um, so there's that. We did piano lessons, but they didn't really offer for us to do anything else. I think that Bonnie probably did the most activities. Like she was, um, you know, she signed up for the the pageants and she did the plays and she did softball but that wasn't because my parents even offered it it's because bonnie went out on her own and tried to do those Mm -hmm. and my parents were like well yeah if you're gonna do the work to go out and do something i will support you but my parents aren't gonna sit down with five kids and put us in different things just so we have experiences that's not how they raised us so so that was if i wanted to do something i needed to go out and i needed to work for it and and to do it so that's why i didn't do much is because i just didn't want to and i didn't care so would you say your parents are more carpenters or gardeners I would say my parents are probably more gardeners. I think I think they're more carpenters in that sense. Because they're not they personally are not going out and saying you If are they free were carpenters, do, yeah. they would look at me and say, I want you in this and this and this and this. But because they sat back, my parents weren't hands on parents. Mm-hmm. They sat back and they watched their kids grow. But if they And they helped guide us into who we are who we are. Carpenter. They helped guide us. Yeah, carpenter. I feel like that's a gardener. I feel like if they were a carpenter, they would be making us do that stuff. Well, and that's kind of like where the guiding comes in. But that's I how I'm that. as, as a parent. I don't, I'm not necessarily the most hands-on parent. I like to sit back mm-hmm. and watch my kids blossom, but I'm there to guide them because I'm the parent. Maybe I'm misinterpreting this. There are, this is, this is deep. This is deep. <laughs> I feel like ultimately... Ellie and I have a good mixture of it because I like we do want the kids to go through these different experiences to grow, um, you know, mentally, emotionally and how have these different things that they would get that they wouldn't get just hanging out at our house. That's why we do like to travel. But I want them to do those things on their own, too. You know, I want Jackson and Calvin and Tommy to explore and to find out things on their own. But I've also been always like, but learn from other people's mistakes, yeah. you know. Use other people as an example of what yeah. you want to do and not want to do. Yeah. You feel like my parents were more carpenters, but that's how your parents raised you. They kind yeah. of sat back. They didn't push your kid, the siblings into, they have, it's true. like you, they had too many true. kids to even, <laughs> well, same with my parents. It's yeah. like, that's just so much energy and work. So you have eight kids, five kids. Do you, you think that if you have less kids, you're more likely to become a carpenter than you would be a gardener just by default because you don't have the time yes. or energy or money to facilitate the carpenter aspect of it? A little, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So, I mean, maybe I misinterpreted that. 
based on what I know of what you've told me about your parents growing up and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. My parents are strict. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jared and I are very strict. Like to yeah, I feel like no, we're like we to ex- the basics. As as far as yeah. as far as behavior, mm-hmm. Jared and I are just as strict as probably my parents were. Yeah, I totally like, agree. You don't be like yes, two year olds can be sassy, but I'm not laughing at it. Like we're constantly just correcting, and you can see in our kids mm-hmm. how they act to other adults and how they act. Yes, they're kids, but they're they're very well behaved. It was so funny yesterday. My parents were over at our house, and we were. <laughs> I was we almost were embarrassed. <laughs> We were playing and the kids were being kind of rowdy. It was past their bedtime. No, it, they, I put them to bed and they got out of bed. Yeah. And they were playing. And they were playing. And Ellie said, Jackson, get back in your bed. And, and I kind of yelled it from the top of the stairs. Yeah. Jackson very politely said, yes, mother. <laughs> and my parents we all died. busted up laughing because Jackson doesn't say mother. Yes, mother. I've never told him to say mother. We ever. never say your mother wants to talk to you. Or, I do you tell him to say like, I want to hear you say yes. Like say yes. So I can know that you let you, you understand me. what I'm saying. And yeah, but not mother. <laughs> I don't know where he got that, but it was the funniest thing. And we looked at my parents and I was like, I promise we don't like, Drill that into Drill them. that into them. <laughs> but you know what I do like? Um, Cullen and Katie were talking about, or not Cullen and Katie, um, Don't Tell Mom pad- podcast. They were saying like, they Whose were podcast raised. podcast is that? Cullen and his sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they were saying that they were raised. Like, you say to other people, yes, sir. No, ma'am. You know, those mm-hmm. things. And I was like, I like the politeness of that. But I don't want to like drill it into them. Well, and he doesn't have to say yes, sir, to people. But I he did d- to his dad. He had to. Well, oh, I know. But like for for my kids, I don't want my parents to, or I don't want my kids to have to say like, sir and ma'am. But like I do have them look at my eyes and acknowledge yes. by saying yes. Yeah, I agree with that. And yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. We should be parents. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Like I said before, I don't think there's 100% wrong way and 100% um, we right could way. Totally no, there be- is a, hold on. <laughs> there is 100% wrong way to raise a child. There is. But those are like the extremes. No abuse. Yeah. When we're talking about things like in this, I don't think there's like, I think a good mixture of it is a great way, but we're not going to tell other people how to parent, just how we've been doing it. Yeah. I do know that there are parents and maybe this is, maybe we are carpenters because I know of other parents that as even a two-year-old, they don't do that correcting and they just, well, that's what they're, that's their choice. And they're, they're doing that. And I'm, 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 they have to learn from their mistake and they just let the kids do whatever they want. And it's like, well, I'm, I'm just going to watch them and they're going to have to learn. Mm -hmm. And I, as a parent, don't feel like that's, right for me because I'm the parent and they're two and they don't know better and I'm trying to teach them. Right. You know? Yeah. And so maybe we are carpenters because we are like molding them and correcting and you Mm -hmm. know, I don't know. There is, uh, there was a law that I think just passed in Utah called free range parenting where you parent however I want. (laughs) You are allowed to let your kid just be and, you know, they can do, I don't want to say do whatever they want. I'll have to look into it a little bit more. But basically the idea is 
the kids can will have to suffer the consequences that they get into when they're out, like toddlers. Like if they get hurt, they you know the parent doesn't responsible or get in trouble for those kinds of things. It's it's kind of just exactly how we it sounds. Probably Free range. Should parenting. have done our our research. Before See, I we told did you, this. I want to do a little. I'm sorry. Bit of it. It's okay. But on the flip side of that, you have helicopter parenting where parents are constantly over their child, making sure they never get hurt, making sure they never fall over. They never put anything in their mouth. Yeah. You know, those kinds of things. And right there, I feel like I'm a mix when I am outside or when we, or when the kids are just playing inside, I don't helicopter them. They're on their own and they're playing. It's when we're at the dinner table or when I'm with them and we're getting dressed and like certain situations where it's like I am constantly on them because mm-hmm. it's like, no, like we don't do that. We don't do that. We don't, or we yeah. do this, we do this. I, I try not to say no. And I know on the podcast right now I am saying like, oh no, I, when I'm with the kids, I, do, I try not to. And I try and say, this is how we act. This is how we behave. Mm-hmm. Jackson, is that a nice thing or a, a not a nice thing? Um, I try and parent that way, not like, no, 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 no. Cause then that's not teaching them anything by just saying no. Yeah. One thing that I've really, really tried hard to do throughout our kids' life is not impulse reactions. Like, no, that's bad is to get down to their eye level and explain to them why something is the way that it is and why something isn't the way that it is. And I feel like that's helped Jackson a lot. He's asking a lot of questions because of that kind of stuff before he gets into a situation. Um, And because I don't want to just be impulsive and react off of emotion. I want to explain because Jackson's at the point now where he can understand these things. Um, Jared and I have talked a lot that growing up, and I think this could be with a lot of people, not just like our parents, but growing up, we didn't know why we were in trouble. Yeah. We didn't know why mom and dad were upset. And it wasn't even us, probably half the time they were upset. Maybe it was their job or their stresses or the, you know, whatever. And it just compounded on each other. And Jared and I have talked a lot about that and and how we want to communicate with our kids and we try and explain to our kids a lot. Like sometimes I'm frustrated and naturally you do take it out on people around you. And I've tried to say, you know, Jackson, I'm feeding the baby. I don't feel well. And I can't do that right now. Like I try and explain to him why I'm saying no, rather than just get off the bed and leave me alone. Yeah. It's like Jackson, you know, and I try and explain to him or when they get in trouble rather than just like go stand in a corner. It's like, I am like, I always, and I give them warnings. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to put you in a corner. If you do that again, I'm going to do it. Jackson, I do not want to do this. And then I, then he does it and I have to, and I put him in a corner. I say, why am I putting you in the corner? And I make him tell me what he did to go in the corner. And then after he's done, I tell him. We talk about Again, it. what you did and what I expect. And then we're done, mm-hmm. you know? So we just, we try and let them know why they're in trouble. <laughs> Because sometimes it's like, yeah. why am I even, why is mom yelling? And and that's something that I remembered as a kid a lot is like, what did I do wrong? Why, why is dad upset at me? And sometimes I definitely knew what I did wrong, you oh, know, yeah. but I think the explanation is a huge thing. And that's tiring. It gets it, yeah. Especially tiring, when you're constantly talking and emotional about something, you know, you're at your wits end. Mm-hmm. 
and then you have to sit down and explain. And I think it's a really important to explain it calmly so they, they understand. And that's, that's in the other thing. The other side of it is, like, I've always tried to tell Jackson in a very, like, calm voice, like, I, I am upset, I am mad, and this is why. Mm-hmm. Do you understand why that would make me mad? And do you understand, you know, why, what, what caused you to do that made me mad? It could be wrong, but I feel like because maybe it's our kids' personalities. I'm not trying to like I think say we're good parents. I think at all. that has some a huge part to do with their it personalities yeah. are very good. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, this is for us. This has worked good. I feel like because we have done that and communicated to them why they're in trouble a lot, that they have been able to have compassion, yeah. more compassion than most toddlers. Like, like what four year old. Jackson astounds me. Jackson um, and Calvin is this way. He's too, starting to do this a lot. But um, he just understands adults' emotions. Like one time he was at Aunt Bonnie's house, and I don't even think Bonnie was mad. She just like wasn't talking, and she was like getting lunch ready. And Jackson's like, "Are you mad, Aunt Bonnie?" You know, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, of course, he was looking at her. He was looking at her re- at her her body, body language. language, and it's like what. Like what? What kid he, thinks to ask? He doesn't like when we're upset. Like he yeah. knows when we're upset, and he's like, "Are you mad?" And you know, then we explain if we are. And, and then he like he'll he'll come in and say, "How was your sleep?" Yeah, he is so concerned about others' well being. It just blows my mind. And Calvin's picking up on the same. And thing. maybe it's their personalities. Maybe it's because of the way we've tried to communicate. I'm maybe really it's hoping both. it's it's from us. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but but this is just a podcast of what's worked for us. Not, I mean, there are some kids' personalities that you can do that with. It just doesn't get through to them. So yeah. I don't know. Well, well, like we said, some things work for some kids and they don't for others. So and you have to find out what works. And what it all comes back down to, the moral of the story, is being able to communicate, especially with your spouse. Uh, your spouse. Make sure you communicate with your spouse. No, make sure you communicate with your spouse and make sure that you're on the same page, whether it's discipline, whether it's, um, you know, gardening or carpentry. If you're not on the same page, your kids will know that and they will use that against you and they will come down to defeat you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I say that jokingly, but it's, it's, it's also, so it's, oh, Siri, what are you doing? But it's, but it's also true. Like they, kids are smarter than we give them credit for. And they, they find out those things like, you know, Jackson and Calvin will sneak into the pantry because we left the door open a little crack and they'll manipulate it. Oh, did you get a cookie? No, I didn't get a cookie. <laughs> you know, it's just like they're smarter than, than we think. And if they know that you're on the same page, they won't go to one and say, oh, mom said no, I'm going to go ask dad because sometimes dad says yes more than mom. If we're on the same page, that doesn't happen. I did that. My, well, I would ask and- my dad something and he would say, no. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ask my mom instead. And, and mom? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes and if I really you get wanted in trouble? something. Um, sometimes. Sometimes they would talk about it. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't ever like huge stuff. To, I, naturally, you know. I would go to mom and ask for stuff because naturally she would say yes more. I mean, it's like I wouldn't go ask my dad if I could go play with my friends. He'd probably be like, oh, go pick up the dog poop. You know, it's like he would like send me to go do a chore. Yeah. But like if it was like, 
like a bit like mom can i buy this shirt no dad can i buy this shirt yeah it's like no that's not how it works you know yeah <sighs> and i a lot of the stuff that i asked never involved money because we just didn't you know it was it was not something that we well really not even for. buying but just you know yeah. i one my time mom I got, definitely said yes more than my dad one time i got in big trouble i was like nine years old and the we had a blue play pool and if you watch our videos you'll see that um the mm-hmm. grandkids playing and I asked, I think I, I think my dad said yes. I think I asked my mom and she said no, probably because we just did yard work. She didn't want a burnt spot on the grass. No, Ellie, don't get the pool out. And I went and asked my dad and my dad didn't know that I had already asked mom. And he was outside. He's like, yeah. So I went to go get it out and they both found out. And I was in deep, deep shiz. Like it was not pretty (laughs) and it was, and I, that was one of the big lessons that I remember it there. And they both were like, if mom says no, I say no, don't ask. Like, that's not okay to go behind our backs, Mm -hmm. you know? And I got in big trouble. So I remember that. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, communication being on the same page is, is a goal that Ellie and I have had for a long time. And some of the things that we talked about before we were married, before we had kids, we talked about those things. I think that's important. To talk about situations before they happen. It's going to happen. It's Our kids are going to sneak out. Our kids are going to misbehave. Our kids are going to say no to us. Like, am I saying going really annoying? No. Um, <laughs> they, going, going on. They, like, they will do it. It's not a matter of us like disciplining them or or being a carpenter parent or whatever and yeah. and making them the way they are. It's like they will. We're here to support and guide yeah, you to know, the point where but, hopefully they don't. But the point they realize that it's not a good decision. The point of it is Jared and I need to kn- to talk about those situations before they happen, so that we both can react the same way. Yeah. and make it a good environment for our kids, that was and not beautiful. have it be so so chaotic. I mean, I had I had um, friends growing up that their parents were on the same page. I had friends growing up that their parents weren't, and you could totally feel it when you were in the home mm-hmm. i feel like my friends really liked coming over to my house because it was just like a calm your parents were on the same page They'd, like it just yeah. was it just the whole household runs smoother no one has a perfect life my mm-hmm. parents probably argued they really didn't fight much at least in front of us but yeah. i you know i did witness several disagreements that they talked through but well and and let's let's clarify you're not always going to be 100% on the same page for everything at that exact time. That's why one parent said yes to one thing and one parent said, you know, that's take that with a little grain of salt, but it's like the big things, you know, dating before 16. Mm -hmm. That's a rule. I mean, that's something for us. You know, some parents don't think it's a big deal if their daughters go in their friends of boys bedrooms. Is that a big deal? Probably not to a lot of parents. That was a big deal to my parents. Mm -hmm. You know, like stuff like that, that Jared and I have talked about. What time will they be home on prom? Does, do you really care if they're we home at midnight? We just talked about that like last month. Do you care if our kids are home at midnight? I don't care if they're home at midnight. They can come home at, it's, it's prom, have fun. My, my family's rule was on dance nights like that, you could stay out till one. But on the weekends in like high school and stuff, curfew was midnight. Yeah, and I never had a curfew. It was based on what they felt at the moment. It was, you know, be home by nine. I, I want to see you. I want to see you home by midnight. It depended on what we were doing, who we were with, and how they felt. Hmm. There were sometimes my parents said no just to say no because I think they were just wanted to say no. You know, 
the authority. I don't know if some people, <laughs> I don't know if some people will think that's weird, but like, I can see that. Like sometimes Jackson wants to play with, you know, the neighbor friends. Mm-hmm. And most of the time I say yes, but there's times where it's like, I just want you home. So yeah. no, like, no, I don't want you out. Well, and you have to take more than just the question into consideration. You have to think about what have we done today? What have we... What are we what going are, to be doing this weekend? Yeah, what is the uh, the emotion of the room? What is the environment like right now? Are things really stressed? Would having Jackson be gone... Um, Alleviate some... Or would it make it worse? Mm-hmm. You know, so there's all those things that they have to consider. And that, I'm sure that's what your parents did. Yeah. Jackson and Jared just got back from a weekend camp out and they had so much fun but, oh it was such but when a jackson got home he goes can i can i watch tv and i was like absolutely not like you you just went on a camp out you had so much fun talk to me about your camp out don't go watch tv yeah and we're <laughs> and you just had like a two days without tv like and i want to continue that like we don't need to watch tv right and and he was you know he was good about it and he he didn't love it at first. No, he didn't. But but he, <laughs> but it, he was, was good. it was quick. It was quick. And guess what? This morning, did they ask to watch TV? No, nope. I told them I hid the remotes. I said, <laughs> I said I'm hiding the remotes. You're not watching. Well, the the thing is, you don't know is the ro- remote is downstairs. <laughs> Where and it's it's right on next to the TV. I they told chose, Jared to hide it. They chose is not it? to watch TV. Yep. I told you to hide mm-hmm. it. Yep. Well, I trusted Jackson. I was I'm a gardener. <laughs> I don't. Ellie. I'm a gardener. <laughs> So, I, I mean, I that's a really long-winded answer, but I think it's fun to communicate with Ellie about this in a live setting where we don't know exactly what the other person's going to say, but because of the time that we have spent with each other, we kind of have an idea, and we mm-hmm. are kind of on the same page. Thank you for submitting the question. Yes. It was wonderful. To You'll her. have to give us a response if we even did that. Yeah. Even so somewhat. <laughs> let's let's do this. Why don't you guys use the hashtag on Twitter or Instagram? Hashtag Ellie and Jared Podcast. Hashtag Ellie and Jared Podcast for any like comments or anything related to what we've talked about now That's a and good in the idea. past. Mm-hmm. It would be fun to do a Q&A of the Ellie and Jared podcast Q&A. You know what sometime. you can do is you can submit voice questions through the Anchor app and we can do a Q&A. Hey, we're going to do that sometime. <laughs> no, we totally will. We'll do a Q&A uh, podcast one of these days. So. That that's the it, guys. Thank you gist. so much for tuning in with us again. Thanks we for appreciate the that was good. The questions and all of the positive reviews. I mean, you guys are just awesome. Taking the time to do that for us, it means a lot, and it really does help the podcast grow and uh, helps us a lot too. So, with that being said, and I, I love doing this. It's I just so want to say, I like last night. Jared and I we filmed the how we met or our love story. Uh-huh. And normally, if Jared asks me to do anything like at nine o'clock at night, I'm like, no, I am going to bed because I'm like, I'm done for the day. Just like emotionally spent, you know, Yeah. and it's like, let's like watch a show and like unwind or something. But like, I was so excited to film the podcast Mm -hmm. just because like, I really enjoy sitting here with Jared. Yeah. Like, I like that. It's just us. We're just talking about whatever we want. This is us. Well, yeah, I, it, it's just a different part of us, and I really like that. It's a different medium. It's a different format I like than it. we've ever been done before, and it's great, and I love it. So, But now I have to go nurse my baby. Yeah. <laughs> so that is that. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a wonderful day, and we will see you, or you'll hear us, or something like that next time. Bye. Bye.